All right, Rucker. Uh, one of, you know, no ceilings favorites last year, uh, Jordan Hawkins, shooting guard rookie from uh, UConn, obviously playing with the New Orleans Pelicans. He was picked 14th overall. Um, that f- kind of felt like a really common spot for us to uh, mock him in a, a lot of ours last year. The fit's been really fun. Uh, he ended up 15th on our final big board. Uh, is Currently this year, he is averaging 10.9 points, 2.8 rebounds, 1.4 assists on 41.5, 39.4, 83.6 shooting splits. Over his last 10 games, though, he is averaging 17.1 minutes, 12.4 points, 55.8, 53.1, 75 shooting splits on 4.9 three-point attempts per game. Uh, 65% of his shots are coming from three. He has an effective field goal rate of 56.2, which has leaped up into the 69th percentile. Uh, a couple of weeks ago when we originally scheduled to do this, that was about 10 to 15 points lower. So it's awesome to see that uh, his leap that much. Uh, he's shooting 55% at the rim, 45% from the mid-range, and 40% from three. He's in the 55th percentile, spotting up 46th percentile on handoffs, 92nd percentile off screens where he has a 69.5 effective field goal rate. Where do you want to start with Mr. Doran Hawkins? I love him. Um, I think this is exactly what I was expecting. I mean, I, I loved him as a prospect. Um, I had him 12th on my final big board. I think um, probably another guy. I was a coward and I loved him more than my final ranking. I, I just think this is a, a rare breed. Um, I was kind of talking to you about this before we started. I don't think these shooters come around as yeah. much as other people do. I, I think everyone's like, well, you can always find a shooter. You don't find this shooter. Um, Jordan Hawkins is, you know, I still want to workshop this. So we're going to just workshop it together live on the air. I think there's shooters that are just, you know, catch and shoot guys just lethal i think there's movement shooters where they're a nightmare because they can just get their own on movement that's why i said that and i'm gonna try to figure out a new nickname for this but i feel like it's roadrunner beep, beep, where it's like you can't catch him you have to chase him around the court all the time steph curry's in that category john havlicek boston celtic legend was the alpha when it came to this you had to chase him all game they exhaust you and all of a sudden, they just run you around a couple screens, and boom, they did an elbow jumper. And you're just like, I can't keep up with this guy. And I think Jordan Hawkins is in that category. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's Steph Curry or a Hall of Famer. I'm saying those guys are rare breeds where it's they have a gorgeous outside shot. They have great balance of yeah. running from all types of different speed where they can get set and get up their shot in a hurry. And you have to chase them all the time. And me and you said this when we talked about Hawkins last year, I said, I want the next team to invest in what Jordan Hawkins brings to the table. And I'm, I've been watching the Pelican stuff and you can see they run sets to let Jordan Hawkins be Jordan Hawkins. And I think that's really cool for a team investing some of your playbook in a rookie. Um, He's going to have inconsistencies because guys like this have to figure out when their shots not going from deep. How can you get it going? Mm-hmm. I've seen good flashes when it comes to he hits a couple outside shots and throws a up fake and pull up jumper. 
seen more stuff off the bounce when he's attacking than I think people were expecting. I, I I've always thought he had that. It's just now he's going to have to start getting those little tricks in his game. And that might be something he works on in the off season of, you know, finding more places to impact the in-between game. But I've, I've loved what I've seen from him. I think he's right on cue. I think he's going to be a guy by year three when he starts getting some stuff in his bag. that It's just like, gosh, he's a headache. <laughs> Cause you already see like older players don't want to guard him. I said this, like older players do not want to have to chase Jordan Hawkins around four screens and, yeah chase this roadrunner on the court maybe yeah and it, the, so so what's tough with him when you just look at the numbers nothing stands out besides the outside shooting numbers which are fantastic as you know we really expected um but the rebounding numbers are bad the defensive numbers are bad the playmaking numbers are bad but then it's like of course they are he's a rookie that's what they that that's what most rookies advanced numbers tend to look like where you know his both his block and steal rates are under one percent uh the pelicans net rating is nine percent or nine points lower with him on the court than off their offensive rating uh is just 0.8 points lower uh with him on than off which is 50th percentile which is fantastic for a rookie but it's defensive stuff where it's 8.1 higher with him on than off which is in the sixth percentile that's what most rookies historically have looked like and he was never pegged as um an awesome defender there are flashes where he's moving his feet, getting physical, uh, showing some competency, but that's the end of the floor where it's really going to, I think three, four years from now, let's say two to two to three years from now really kind of comes around. And that's where it's like, Oh, okay. Now he's really kind of contributing on both ends, not to the all NBA level, but he's not killing you, you know, by, by a margin of nine points um, on defense, the offensive stuff has been outstanding. And the the biggest change with him recently, I mentioned earlier that his effective field goal rate has jumped 10 points in the last couple of weeks. And when you look at his role, it has been so inconsistent this year where in November, he was averaging 30, 30.1 minutes. Uh, December, that dropped to 12. January, that's back up to 17.9. And a lot of that is the injuries that the Pelicans had earlier in the year. All those guys got healthy and came back. Hawkins is now back on the end of the bench, to be expected. He's a rookie. Um, but now they're kind of figuring out what kind of sets to run for him, where to kind of insert him into games where he can make that in, make that impact and really sprint him off his screens and use that quick release of his where even when he comes off a screen, he can throw a jab step, attack back against the defender's momentum, get to the elbow in the mid-range and rise up in the blink of an eye. It's that that balance, that explosiveness, the consistency with the shooting. It's a really easy role to just kind of plug and play in, in a lineup that's as talented and as big as the Pelicans are. So the, the shooting has been fantastic. Um, and the fact that they're kind of steadily figuring out how to use him is really, really encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, he landed in a spot where they were deep. So he is a rookie. He has to earn his minutes. But there's also nights where it's probably a fun luxury to have as a coach when all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh, Jordan's cooking. Got to keep him on the court because he's cooking. Like he, He's a guy that's going to win playoff games. He's the guy that's going to win playoff series because Jordan Hawkins is, you know, all of a sudden going to get red hot and your team's struggling. And well, Jordan's dropping 30 tonight. Like 
I just think there's a, a world in which his game continues to evolve. He continues to get more dangerous because the shot's always going to be there. He's always going to be a problem to deal with off of movement. He's He's got sneaky athleticism. It's just, can he add some stuff to his game? And, and I don't think it has to be that crazy. He just has to keep getting better and more comfortable with that stuff. Like, um, you know, I don't compare guys like this often, but like Ray Allen was just so dangerous in this same mindset of he figured out how to run off screens and be dangerous. Rip Hamilton, like these guys were able to make very lengthy, successful careers because they're, every team wants them because you're just a nightmare to deal with. And, um, you know, you got to be consistent and make shots. And I think that's going to come mm-hmm. with time, like with, throughout his career. So he will be become a more consistent player. But we see stretches where you're just like, oh, gosh, Jordan's on a tear this month. And then, you know, I think you hit your rookie wall or whatever you want to say. But I, I just think the Pelicans got another great piece that is only going to keep getting better. All right, well, to, you know, kind of help us with future drafts and this current draft, it always helps looking back and trying to figure out what works. And with Hawkins specifically, is there anyone in this draft that kind of that that you think could kind of grow into that type of shooter, that type of player? Um, Is there a Jordan Hawkins-esque player um, in this draft? No, I agree. There's not. That's what I'm trying to get out of the beginning. This he is more um, a rarer breed than people think. Some people could try to say Wooga Poplar. No, not even close. Like Jordan is a disaster with what he does off the ball. It's why I fell in love with him as a prospect. He he runs you to death, and then he keeps running. Like it's just ridiculous of how dangerous he could become when things start to even slow down more for him. I would love if there was another one in this class. Like we always joke, it'd make things a lot easier. It, there's just, is there anyone even in that conversation for you, Metcalf? I mean, Reed, not no, really. Jacoby, Reed's Reed stuff really? isn't movement. Jacoby's, exactly. Jacoby's stuff off screens is typically to set up something else where, you know, he's, running off screens to set up a pick and roll or into a DHO or something like that. Caravan um, doesn't move like that. No, Caravan um, doesn't move like that. Furphy doesn't move like that. Uh, Rob Dillingham doesn't move like that. Wooga doesn't move like that. Wooga's more Malik Beasley where, you know, he, he's eager to let it fly, but it's mostly spot up stuff. And no one's hitting, no one in this class is consistently moving off ball like Jordan does. And then, hitting tough movement threes um, and then using that off ball movement to leverage stuff in the mid range too. It's a rare, rare elite skill to have now. And we just don't really see elite shooters move like that anymore. And, you know, I I feel like 10 years ago, there were a handful of these guys in every draft where, you know, everyone's getting the JJ Reddick comp. Everyone's getting the rip Hamilton. Right. Right. And those guys moved at a, entirely different level than everyone in this class there are some good shooters in this class but it's all spot up it's all standstill stuff i mean i go back to 2022 and i'm looking through there wasn't a guy that moved like that no keegan keegan's a great off ball in that 
conversation I had earlier when I was talking about there's shooters, there's movement shooters. Keegan's a movement shooter. Like Keegan can move, but you know, there's no road runners. Those are the rare ones. Like you, you, you just pull your hair out trying to have to keep up with them because they're running off the screen. They're running down a pin down. They're running out. And then all of a sudden you're smothering them and they're getting a wide open. They're, they're like, I don't care if you're right on top of me. I can still get my shot off in a hurry. So go ahead. Yeah. Just the only one that I can, you know, you really, really squint and you see a little bit of it is Antonio Reeves from Kentucky. Yeah. But even still, the bulk of his stuff is spot up. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's such. Like Jed Howard was a movement shooter. I'm just thinking yeah, of names well, now. Movement shooter. Well, and it, it, it's just, it's so tough to get a guy to buy into doing that kind of stuff because it is exhausting work. And when it doesn't get rewarded, when you don't get every look that you want, when you don't get the pass made to you every single time, um, it's really easy to be like, all right, well, fuck that. Not doing that again. Um, I'm just going to go spot up in the corner or, you know, kind of relocate here instead of sprinting for 25 seconds, every possession that it's a rare, rare, rare skill that Jordan Hawkins has. And the fact that he's translating that similar movement that we saw at UConn, where he's sprinting off stuff constantly, and he's doing that in the, in the NBA and using that kind of change of pace, that explosiveness to change directions and then immediately rise up in really small windows. It's, it's pretty special. Super special. And it, it does not come around as often as we might think as evaluators, as basketball fans, you don't find this type of, of, guard wing that can do this so quickly with everything he does in, in the package. And I, I mean, you know, JJ, you named JJ Redick. I still think he was more of like a movement shooter guy. Like there's a oh, yeah. lot of movement shooters, but guys that just run all the time and, and then can also attack the basket. And I just think they're a very rare breed. So yeah, I, I love Jordan. I, I'm like so pumped to watch him continue to add to his game over the years. I think he's going to be a, a heck of a talent. 